All right, back here on the Ohio wind. Um, lots of interesting reporting recently about medical marijuana. I think it kind of became legalized a few years back now. And some criticisms of it was, again, it just got started. But there wasn't a lot of places that you could buy medical marijuana across the state. So there are some people that are traveling a couple hours away from for medical marijuana. Uh, there was also a uh, – the cost was a little bit higher. Uh, I remember we had some reporters down uh, the first day it was open, and there were some customers going, you know, not complaining, but just saying, hey, it's a little bit higher than normal places. Well, Ohio's doing some things to help the situation, um, and most notably, it, it's pretty – I wouldn't say drastic, but pretty dramatic. Uh, they're going to double the number of medical marijuana dispensaries um, in Ohio, which I think is interesting. I, I'll tell you, Craig, um, here's my thought. I grew up in a conservative house, and, and I still have, and when I'm saying conservative, I'm not saying Republican, Democrat, just conservative on, you know, my dad was a Baptist pastor, and there was an old saying in church circles, you know, we don't drink, we don't chew, we don't go with girls that do. You know, so it's kind of an attitude of conservative, not necessarily in the way you vote, but more conservative in, you know, how you live your life growing up. You know what sure. I mean? Like, I, I wasn't one to drink or smoke or do anything else like that. Because of that, I think that we, obviously we weren't marijuana users or anything. And I, I think I'm kind of, getting my hands around what medical marijuana is. Obviously, medical marijuana isn't the mar marijuana that you smoke. There's a lot of medical uses for it. I'll be honest. I don't have my hand totally around it yet. I mean, I understand the value. I understand how it can help people. I'm still trying to understand for my own life or my kid's life. I mean, mm -hmm. I got an eight-year-old girl that has autism. Um Somebody, and, and they didn't prescribe her with medical marijuana, but somebody said, hey, you might want to take a look at it. That might help some of the issues we have with her. Right. I just behavior in it and other stuff like that. And, Craig, I'm not marching on the streets to get some medical marijuana. This is different for me, man. I mean, again, I, growing up in, in kind of a more conservative background, yeah, you know, I'm still trying to get my hand around medical marijuana, to be honest with you. And obviously, medical marijuana is not like you're smoking it, or it's not like my if my daughter ever does it. And we're not even sure if we would do that or not. It's not like we're giving her, like, you don't smoke it. It's not a marijuana cigarette. Like, my daughter's not going to be smoking America, uh, marijuana cigarette at eight or anything else like that. Right. But it's, it's tough. I mean, I'm trying to get my hand around it. Mean, what's your... Not even from a news angle, but just from a personal angle. I mean, has it been a a journey for you too? Well, you know, I'm I'm kind of a, the same cut from the same cloth. I a little, a little bit from you, with you uh, is that you know I, I don't I don't do any drugs or smoke or drink or anything like that. Um, you know, the last time I had anything alcohol wise was at my wedding, and that was almost five years ago. Um, you know, I, I've kind of wrapped my head around medical marijuana. The more, you know, I think the more I've I've read about it, you know, I haven't done a lot of the stories that we've written about medical marijuana. Um, our other reporter in Fremont has has done a great job covering, you know, the dispensaries and then also the, the grow facilities. 
Um, but I've also had, you know, um, a family member that works in one of the new dispensaries that's that's popped up lately. Um, and I, you know, I've seen and I've heard a lot of the medical benefits from it. And like you said, it's not somebody rolling up a joint and smoking. It's, you know, often it's lotions or, you know, creams or edible, you know, candies or things like that, that can be used to, to help them out with whether it's anxiety or pain. Um, so I've, I've definitely seen a lot of the benefits and, and feel strongly that they can be beneficial in, in terms of pain treatment. Um, you know, it's, it's something that I've thought about for other, for some of my family members that have gone through some issues uh, that maybe, you know, medical marijuana would have been an option for pain control. So, um, you know, I, I think I've, I've never not been interested in the medical marijuana as far as, you know, understanding the purposes of it. I, I don't know that I would ever take it because I don't think I really want to or could because of, of my work, but um, I can see why other people would. And I, I can see the benefits that they've discussed and that some people have taken it. And, you know, it's it seems like it's a it's another option for pain management that maybe is a little bit less addicting than what we've seen with the opioid crisis with people being prescribed pain medication that kind of gets them hooked on, you know, fentanyl and, um, you know, heroin and things like that. So it, it seems to be a healthier alternative and it seems to work. I don't hear of a ton of protests against medical marijuana. Like at church, it's not like they're like, oh, medical marijuana is a scourge of our society. You know, you, know, you may not make it to heaven if you take that. I, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that in my church and I haven't heard about that at other churches. I, I do wonder, however, uh, we have like our Stayhouse Insider, uh, Rachel Coyle. She comes on weekly on here on the show. And the last time she was on, we were talking about this medical marijuana thing. And we were talking about, I, I'm wondering if maybe in the communications of medical marijuana, and I'm not even saying this from the Stayhouse, but just from advocates in Ohio in general, I'm wondering if they're not... If there needs to be a better communication on what medical marijuana does, because there's not an outcry against it, but even some like me who's working the news and we read these stories and everything, I, I, I still have some more in general questions. And I guess maybe they don't need to have better communication if there's not people dramatically opposed to it. I, I just like to know more. I mean, again, I'm more in the curious mode and from my background going, Huh, I never thought of marijuana like this. You know, I, I, I don't know if, if the proponents are even getting a ton of great information out there. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of an, it's kind of a mystery. Um, unfortunately, there are you know we as journalists don't have the opportunity to go into dispensaries and and really look at what they have and and talk about really what they have. Um, and also I think going hand in hand with that is, you know, being able to talk to people that use it. Uh, there are some people that just don't want to have that information out there. So I think it's, it's hard to get the information out on medical marijuana because, you know, there still maybe is that stigma and there still is a stigma for people that use it, that maybe they don't want people to know that they use it, whether it's an employer or, whatever it may be. And I think there's a, you know, there's a, if there's a way to cut through that to where we could tell the stories as journalists anyway, 
I think it would maybe, you know, shed some additional light on on what medical marijuana is and what the benefits of it are. Because right now, I think, you know, kind of like you said, you don't really know a lot about it. So there's the stigma that, you know, even though you know that it's not just rolling up a joint and smoking it like it, you know, like people picture marijuana being, I think at the end of the day, when people don't know much about it and, you know, they just assume that, you know, people that are using it are abusing it or they're trying to get, you know, a prescription for it just so they can say that they can use marijuana so they can get high. Whereas in, if you look at the state, the state's made it very difficult, I think, for people to get medical marijuana where you have to have certain medical conditions to get medical marijuana. And also too, you know, one of the biggest things that we've seen and heard is that it's, it's very expensive. Um, so people are paying a lot of, they're paying a lot more for medical marijuana than they would be to pay for a, a joint that they buy on the street if they really chose to do that. And to me, that shows me that people want to go about it in the right way. They want to get the, the help and they look at it as, even though they can't get it at like a cost of prescription, like they would a normal prescription that a doctor prescribes, they're, they're willing to pay the extra, the extra dollars to do it in a safe, right, correct way. And that's, you know, pretty admirable. And that makes me believe that the future of medical marijuana seems bright in that regard, because if people are willing to pay for it now, maybe five, 10 years from now, things will be covered by, you know, health insurance and, and maybe there won't be such a stigma from employers that allow their cut their their employees to to take it much like they would if they fell off of a ladder hurt their back or whatever it may be and they were prescribed opiates you know or, or some sort of a pain medication that's very addictive you know that could cause further damage or bigger problems than medical marijuana ever could well and i'm also thinking about this too Medical marijuana, I mean, it's a lot different than if the state would legalize marijuana. But a conversation I've heard out there, it hasn't been reflected in my reporting because I think it's more of a kind of a reach for people to say that. But I've heard in some veins people say, well, if they approve medical marijuana, good night, we're going to approve marijuana. You'll be able to have a little bit of marijuana. And I can't believe the state approved gambling. Uh, you know, a few years ago, and now they're talking about sports gambling. You know, we're this moral privacy. What's happening to our state? Well, I think you could say that. I mean, if that's your opinion, it's your opinion. But I think on the other side, too, you can make the other argument to say, look, our state, like probably every other state in America right now, doesn't have money after COVID. I mean, you look at the costs, and you know, we've talked about this a lot before. After COVID, there's going to be stuff that we spend money on that we're going to be at deficit for. I mean, look at all the money we've spent on employment. Is right. that good? Yeah, it's good. It, it's helped a lot of us. It's helped us here in Gannett. I'm not saying that's a problem, but, you know, we're going to have budget shortfalls, and this is going to affect us probably five, ten, maybe more years now afterwards. So it's interesting because, like, the state's looking at creative options. Now that you have medical marijuana dispensaries, Obviously, the state can take some tax off that because sure. it's a state business. Um, you know, Tyler Buchanan was on the other day, and we were talking about um, sports gambling. And, hey, I'm not comfortable with sports gambling. Uh, we talked about this on the show the other day where we said, hey, there could be some issues come up. 
good from us being sports fans. I mean, how will that affect the game and everything? But the other thing that you're thinking is, even though sports gambling isn't legal in Ohio, people in Ohio do sports gamble. And if you can regulate that and create some businesses, is that easier to regulate than if you just have all these businesses that aren't regulated at all? And I'll even go as far to say I'm not necessarily in favor of Ohio approving marijuana, but, you know, the, you have the other argument. Same people say, man, police departments are overwhelmed right now. There's a lot going on at the police departments. Um, you know, we've talked in the past couple of days, and believe me, we're going to talk in a day or two about things happening in the Columbus Police Department. So if, if you're looking at all that and you say, hey, maybe they don't have the time or the energy to focus on small marijuana cases. And if you legalize marijuana, then there's some more tax money that they can go for. So, I mean, there's a lot of competing thoughts and ideas here. And again, just because we approve medical marijuana, marijuana is a totally different story. But still, I look back at from the state and saying, hey, you know, there might be some tax revenue for the state here. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think marijuana as a whole, I, I can't speak for other cities in the state or other counties, but you know, in Fremont, we've sort of decriminalized, you know, having small amount, amounts of marijuana where, you know, it, it will be confiscated and everything like that while if police find it. But the the penalties that people face for having marijuana in the city of Fremont just is not the same as it once was. And I, I don't know if the, the rest of the state has done that. I know other parts of the state have sort of decriminalized marijuana, but you know, I, I think we've we've kind of moved on, especially in the midst of the opioid crisis, that, you know, there are bigger fish to fry than marijuana. And if you are trafficking marijuana, then, yeah, you're going to go to prison in all likelihood. But if you have a, a, you know, a small amount of marijuana, you're not going to go to prison anymore. And that's probably, you know, with jail overcrowding and with the opioid crisis, it's probably the smart idea. And I think the more and more we get comfortable with marijuana that we see on the street, maybe the more and more comfortable we'll get with medical marijuana and vice versa, you know, and I think that, uh, you know, there, there's a market out there and the state of Ohio has sort of taken advantage of it and maybe gambling is the next thing to do as well as we've already, we've obviously got casinos and now we're looking at sports gambling. So this is a, you know, some added revenue streams that are sorely needed in the state and across the country. And let me clarify, because I can see some people out there listening that know me are like, oh, my gosh, Chris is going to start doing marijuana and he'll do gambling. No, <laughs> I think there's a difference between morality and the way government – it would make sense for government to legislate stuff. Right. I, I don't sense myself ever doing marijuana. I'm reluctant to consider medical marijuana. I'm right. not into gambling. I, I don't feel comfortable. And, and honestly, as a friend, if – Craig came up to me and said, man, I'm a sports gambler now. I'd be like, I would pull him aside as a friend and say, boy, Craig, are you sure you want to, you know, maybe this is a wise decision for you. But there's a difference between how I interact with those I know well and those that, you know, for me to say, hey, you know, let's legislate this across the state. Because, again, you know, there's a lot of people out there saying, hey, maybe we need to change the way we do things with police departments. And, Believe me, there, there's a story. We're taping this Wednesday morning. Um, follow the news. There's a story Tuesday that we're, we're night with the Columbus Police Department that we'll talk about over the next couple of days. Um, that, yeah, I mean, with everything going on, 
you sit there and say, hey, if we're going to change the way we do things in policing, maybe we need to change the way we maybe certain crimes we don't go after as much. And maybe these shouldn't technically be crimes. And by that I'm talking about if you have small amounts of marijuana or anything else like that. Because the way things currently are going just isn't working. So food for thought. Let us know what you think on the Ohio and I know Man, we talked 16 minutes about this. We could probably talk 16 hours about this if we could. But, yeah, what's well, something you think about? It, it's a situation that's not going away. And I know there's a lot of moral questions and everything. And what's well, something you think? Let us know. Um, just let us know in the comments, send us emails, whatever the case might be. Uh, and, again, thank you for supporting the show. Um, you know, we, we encourage you for listener support. Uh, check out our sponsors. And thanks for being fans of the high. We really appreciate it. Of all podcasts you can listen to, thanks for picking ours. Uh, we'll be back shortly with another segment.